Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Welcome to the show. Today, I am talking about gratitude and grief. Other than they both start with G, what do those two things have to do with one another? Well, that's that's what I'm going to be talking about. So, uh, yeah, and if uh, you haven't already signed up for the VIP list for my upcoming book, Engineered to Love, Going Beyond Success to Fulfillment, Using Practical Tools to Relax, Recharge, and Reconnect, do suggest you do that by going to justinwink.com slash VIP. The announcement of the release date coming very, very soon. And if you're on that VIP list, you'll be the first to know. And you also get some of the best bonuses and most fun stuff. Uh, for example, the most recently, those on my VIP list got an opportunity to do a live in-person training with me at a ridiculous offering. They basically got to choose what they wanted to pay. So um, I'm looking looking to have lots of fun with that. So definitely would encourage that. Gratitude and grief. So I recently celebrated my, my birthday, turned 42. So thank you. Thank you. Do appreciate it. So lots to be grateful for, right? I mean, another each day in some ways is always something to be grateful for, but to have that many years and for uh, to look back and see all the things that uh, I've experienced and accomplished and also being so grateful for what I got to look forward to as well. And I really did treat myself, uh, took took the day off of work, did a Pilates class, which I've really, really started to enjoy and get into. I don't know. It's it's up there with when I discovered yoga, like almost 15, 15 plus years ago of just like, wow, this is working my body and doing for it what it needs, what it wants, what it's meant to be doing. So if you've never tried Pilates, especially the kind where uh, you're using this thing called a reformer, which is a large piece of equipment, highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're uh, someone who spends a lot of time at a computer or a desk. So I did some Pilates and then Pizza is one of my favorite foods, so treated myself to a pizza, which is something I uh, do my best not to indulge in uh, too often. Uh, we went on a beautiful long hike to a place I'd never been before, and spent a nice, uh, nice couple hours at a local bathhouse, um, which has a sauna, steam room, hot tubs, cold plunge, placed a sun up on the rooftop. And what's cool is it's free on my birthday. So that's that's cool. So it's like they want to treat me. I'm going, okay, treat me. Let me enjoy some uh some free uh being because I just love love being in water. And then after that, uh, <laughs> had a nice little afternoon, late afternoon nap because it, it I was just so relaxed. And it was time to get ready for a little, little birthday dinner with uh it's interesting because um most of my friends uh that that made it out are only known for just a couple months. Only one friend I've uh I've known her since uh, since 2021, and then also new people. So just kind of uh, you know great to have a good number of people come out. That's amazing food and good cake and get to connect with people. So just a lot a lot to be grateful for. And now you might be wondering, okay, well where's where's the grief? You said you you previewed gratitude and grief. Well, it, this is as those of you that listen to the show um, that do appreciate it. If not, welcome. So happy you're here. Uh, Love to subscribe or rate the show. Please do so. My uh, my mom passed uh, late late last year, and so this was my first birthday since that. And so just kind of having the realization that uh, 
oh, I, I didn't get that traditional birthday message or call. So either, you know, I'd pick up and she'd do it, uh, you know, live, or maybe I'd miss the call and she'd just record it. But she, I, I don't know how long she's been doing it, but hard for me to remember when she didn't do it, but she would always kind of call and sing, sing happy birthday to me. Um, and, you know, usually at the time it's just like, oh, this is the ridiculous we're singing, but it's also, you know, really cute and sweet. And, you know, she'd be so happy because I, you know, I guess that was a big deal for her, you know, it was the day I was born, but that was also the day she had her first kid. Uh, and her life changed in, in big ways as well. So it's always a, kind of a delight. And it just kind of hit, you know, that, oh, she's, she's not, the, uh, you know, she's not, not here physically anymore. What was even kind of wilder or stranger, though, that is kind of amped it up even more, was I had uh, two separate friends. They don't know each other. They ended up leaving me voice messages where they were singing, singing happy birthday to me. And so it kind of kind of hit me that the the grief there's there's usually a little bit of if there wasn't something to be grateful for there really wouldn't be anything uh, to grieve it would just be a relief realizing that I was very grateful for that wonderful birthday wishing and that that lovely you know enthusiastic cheerful singing of a birthday song on my on my birthday that you know missed that from my mom yet recognizing that just because that's changed I can still get that enjoyment in fact in some ways it's even been amplified I mean two friends separately singing me happy birthday that's uh, double if we're going to just do this in a purely mathematical number of song sense it's expanding the scope of emotions because I, I know for me like a big part of my life I, I didn't feel much joy, but I also didn't feel much sadness. So it was just a very limited amount of scope. Like things were just fine. Things were okay. You know, that things weren't, you know, oh my gosh, this is incredible. But then also nothing was like that disappointing or that bad. Cause I, I basically, to use a, uh, for talking like bowling, I had the, I had the, the bumpers up and the bumpers are up in bowling. It's very rare you're ever going to get a gutter ball. But even if you do kind of get a strike, it's not as satisfying because there really wasn't that risk of anything that bad happening. And so as I've experienced, you know, more challenging emotions, I've also gotten to experience more incredible emotions. And that makes me feel even more hopeful for the future of like, well, what, what do I want to create? Because it used to be, I would just be trying to avoid things being too bad. And that's really just, it's playing to not lose, which is completely different than playing to win which is where you're like, what, what do you want to, what do I want to do? What do I want to create? What do I want to have in my life? What do I want to experience? Question to you is, how have you been playing the game of life? Have you been playing to win or have you been playing to just not lose? You know, I'm, re I'm recording this uh, really early March. So winter is pretty close to being done. Spring is on the way. So not sure how your winter was. I know for me, there was a good amount of even even more loss, loss of different friends, different romances, different uh, expectations of business and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's also where the outside is saying that, you know, the plants are dead, there's really not many flowers. And now it's moving to that time of that's over. It's moving into springtime, time of new growth, where there's blossoming and blooming and possibility. Yet we don't exactly know what's going to be 
coming. There's this concept of, you know, this of super bloom wildflowers that happens really big in California and other parts of the country probably get this too, where you can possibly see these like most incredible, beautiful, I think it was um, like 2020, maybe it was 2021, I don't know, sometime after the pandemic of being all cooped up. There's one of the most amazing super blooms outside of uh, Lake Folsom, which is where I was living at the time. And it was just, it was like going out to, on another planet, how extraordinary it was. And we never know if we're going to get that or what we're going to get. So sometimes this this period where it's like maybe things have been challenging, maybe they haven't been going the way that we wanted. And then there's all this uncertainty because we don't know how they're going to be. And so it can bring up some fears. Yet I want to encourage you and ask you, what is it that you want to happen? What is it that you want to experience in this coming spring of this next year of your life? Because I've experienced it myself and I've seen it in other people that often when the focus is on the fear, the fear is what we get. Whereas if we use that fear to go, ooh, this is something I want to avoid. And instead of just fixating on it, go, whoa, well, if this is what I want to avoid, what is it that I do want in my life? What is it I do want to experience? And start to bring that to the foreground of our thoughts. Then again, there's not a guarantee yet it's way, way more likely that we're going to experience that, or at least it's going to be further away from the fear. So what is it that you want to experience? What is it in the next year, looking back, you want to be so grateful for that you got to have? Like you listened to the show and came up with something you really want to be grateful for. Maybe it's you got a job you really enjoy. Maybe it's a relationship has improved and you just feel joy and love and connected with a special someone or just really great friends or you've soothed over something that was a little rough spot in a family relationship. Or maybe it's your health is finally allowing you to have a beautiful, pain-free, energetic body that you've always wanted. What is it that you want to experience and have gratitude and realize that you can start experiencing that today just by bringing that to your focus, by making that what you think about. So yeah, fears are going to come. They're good indications of things to pay attention to, yet that's not where we're meant to keep all of our focus. Because where attention goes, energy flows, and that's what usually ends up being brought about. So if you can bring about your attention onto something that you actually want, you have a better shot. And you even have a better shot at getting something even better than you can imagine. When you do have fears, when there is grief, that's an indication there's something something more out there for you. And it's not that there's anything bad with what you've done. It's not like you're being punished. It's not like you you messed up. It's just an indication that you want some more. And it's okay to want more. That's what's the joy of being, being alive, of being a human, is that we can still have more. When we do have loss, especially a permanent loss of losing, you know, someone that's been in our life, it really shows that, hey, the most limited thing, the most scarce thing is the time we have on this planet. Because at some point, we're not going to wake up that next day. At some point, there isn't going to be a tomorrow. Yet, there's a good chance there is going to be a tomorrow and a tomorrow after that. You better damn use that time and that energy and that focus to get the experience that you want. Not just focusing on the fears that maybe somebody else wants or that somebody put on you that ultimately isn't even going to be that bad if it actually happens. Cause I've had horrible stuff happen to me. And usually I kind of, I, I realized like after the fact that, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Why was I so afraid? One, one thing I, 
probably spent most of my life avoiding being humiliated, you know, in front of other people, especially, you know, it's like, oh, I want to be, I want to be good. I want to be on point. I don't want to look silly. I don't want to be bad. And so, uh, a few weeks ago, I went on this comedy dating show and they, they called up my cousin. They usually called somebody's mom up. Um, but my mom's not available. Um, <laughs> Because like that would be that would just be kind of cruel. Like, oh, it's, oh, you you don't have your mom. Well, you you don't have a shot at love either. So um, you can't be in the show. You know, so um, picked my cousin, and um, you know the the host. She uh, she asks, hey, so why would Justin make a good partner? And she pauses and she responds in front of this audience of like over a hundred people. I don't know. She was asked, you know, why why do you think why would you say he's a good partner? And she she says. I wouldn't. And like, that was, that was her answer. Uh, and so basically, you know, so in front of everybody, my review is that I wouldn't be recommended. And it's like part of, part of me is a little crushed, but then the other part is like, Oh my gosh, this is so freeing. I, I'm still here. I didn't poof, go away. The horrible thing happened and it didn't destroy me. So reason to subscribe is the, the host, the comedian that does that show, she's going to be a guest uh, this coming week. Uh, so I'll, I'll make sure I get that that clip posted. It's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. We're going to be talking about love and dating and relating. So even if you're not dating, you're still loving and relating. And there really is no big difference between romantic relationships, friendships, and business. They're they're just variations on the same theme. And so I could be you know fixating on like, oh my gosh, can't believe this. I'm ruined. I'm never going to get to 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 to. Or go, wow, that was like really funny and. I don't, I don't have to worry about what everybody thinks about me. I can just focus on being myself and find people that still appreciate me, which I feel like I've done and continue to do. It's a, it's an everyday thing. So what, what is it that you want to focus on? And sometimes using your fears or the pain points in life can be a really powerful tool to pivot from and discover what it is that you want to move towards. Because sometimes it can be hard to know, like, well, what do I really want? And so using that, what do you not want? And then using that to be something that, oh, now I know what I want to bring in. So I think I'm going to call that the show. So thank you so much for listening. Do appreciate it. Uh, Again, um, if you want to find out about the book, when it's coming out and help support it, because it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to make this an international Amazon best-selling book. Even just got a text message from the editor saying, she's like, I've read a lot of books. This is so inspiring. This is like one of the best I've read in a long time. And this is another person. This isn't me saying, I'm not doing a Steven Seagal where I'm like, I read, I just read the best book. It's mine. This is another person. Although I have been getting better at realizing that, yeah, there's some good stuff. And apparently others are starting to agree. So if you want to help get this out into the world, much appreciated. JustinWink.com slash VIP. And with that, thank you and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at JustinWink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, JustinWinkPhD on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. 
It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.